You're listening to Casual Swim. It was a dark night when I heard the news. Rolled up my sleeves and walked like a landslide, overly abused. Yet told myself to call. Yes, my mother. Vaguely confused, she told me not to ball. Ball my eyes, cause my eyes are red with nothing left at all. No. So I gathered my composure, head quickly for the door. And yet alarm bells ring, maybe loud enough, frequent the lady call. Call me your grandmother, grandmother. I loved her so much more than nobody else left on this earth. I'm in my state of As we march Was the day, the day of reckoning, six feet beneath us all. Yet we held on, held each other tight, withstand this winter storm. Cause we hear now, yes, we hear now, moments like this of all. It's my family tree planting this room stronger.
You're listening to Casual Swim. Uh, Jordan Rakai, thanks for talking to Casual Swim. Uh, congrats on the new release. Did you uh, have an overarching like concept or thought for this album? Yeah, I did. So I, I basically was on a plane one day and I was sort of thinking about where, where can I go next and what can I explore like lyrically for the new album? And I um wanted to, I basically decided I wanted to talk about technology and how it's going to affect me going forward and also humanity as a whole. Um, so on the album, I, sorry, on that on that one flight, I wrote down like 20 dot points of different ways, different elements of technology. So I wrote like artificial intelligence, um, simulation theory um, singularity automation so basically i wrote all these points and then when i got home from that trip i was like cool let's try and write a song about one of the points and then it just started from there so it was, it was actually like you had the concept before and then the song the music and the creativity came from those kind of jump off points exactly yeah so i had a song for example i'd written like 10 songs and there was about seven dot points left i'm like okay cool what can i write a song about the remaining i was sort of like ticking it off as i went as i went yeah with the kind of the areas that you were focusing on, like AI, um, was that just, was there any kind of motivations to picking those areas as such? Or was it kind of uh, just interesting areas that you kind of wanted to explore sonically? It was interesting. It was just, I was just really fascinated by the world of tech and and I wasn't, re- I didn't really know much about it. So then once I had all those dot points, um, I would go and research about artificial intelligence and where it's at right now and how much progress they've made and, how far are we from them it being really hyper intelligent and so i started delving into each topic and that really inspired like a lot of the lyrics and a lot of the concepts and the artwork all that sort of thing so it really helped me have like a foundational bullet point plan that i could then go and explore via my own research these voices all in my head never to whisper never to sing me to sleep oh but a dream right there caught out in the rain drenched in a memory of pain soaked by the old sour taste that's whole for the better to the mind wide open waking the beast by the middle play for the least I'm hoping show you the doorway to my soul come to the root of the cause producer will candy applause I mention it's not my fault yet my head feels Some inner resource, more certainly blind to the force. Letting the world take its course, we've now superseded. Play to the mind wide open, waking the beast by the middle. Play for the least I'm open, show you the
that kind of thing in the past or was this the first time you've kind of adopted that strategy to an, an album it's definitely the first time because in the past my first two albums were more so about my experience of my life and i had anxiety and the first album was about meditation and i was just talking about how i loved it basically and I, I saw the world for what it was um and then the next album wallflower was about uh social anxiety and its effect in my life in different ways
Courted, dressed for the occasion, yet not filled with glee. His hands reaching for the curtain, she was quick to put the light out, and that scarcely room. How can I find a reason to love you when I don't love myself? Oh, how can I find a reason to love you? When I don't love myself, how can I find a reason to love you? When I don't love myself, how can I find a reason to love you? When I don't love myself, how can I find a reason to love you? When I don't love myself. talk about myself again like what can i talk about now so i really wanted to have a clear idea um of you know where i can explore yeah did you care or do you think about uh what people think of the album or did you create it kind of for your, your own self-expressionism um well i in the past i used to care a lot about you know i'm writing an album and i used to worry about what fans would think my friends would think my peers would think um whereas this is the first time i think in the creative process where i was really non-judgmental about any of my ideas um, you know, I was making a beat and I sang on it and I thought if it sounded too cheesy, like I didn't judge it. I just committed to the melody and recorded it. I think that's why I got it done so quickly because there was no thoughts about how, you know, how I could, yeah, you know, like perfectionist and like try and overthink it. I just like committed and just moved on. Yeah. Do you think that has that kind of, have you uh, gathered more confidence in the last uh, couple albums to to this one? Yeah, it takes time. I think it's partly being in the industry for longer and, you know, this is my third album and there's less pressure, to, you know. First album is obviously everyone needs, this is your I this is your sound and then the second album is will it live up to the hype of the first? But the third, it's, I've, def I've basically felt a lot of freedom. That could be either with age or uh, or just my experience now and less worry about what people think. Mm. Um, and also I feel like the production and the sound and the, the color of the music is a lot more confident, like it's a lot more bright and vibrant and energetic. Whereas in the past it's very like melancholy and dark and and some elements of funkiness, but yeah, it was a very like confident sound for this album. Yeah, it's really it's really good to Doesn't hear. Doesn't it seem like a wildfire? See that burning bridge right through the mirror. Doesn't it make you realize only you can keep this flame alive? Ooh, 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 ooh
consider timelessness with your music like what it will sound like in five ten fifty years time is that a thing it definitely is a thing in the sense that um you can easily get caught up in modern in the new hype like what's the hype right now should i make something that sounds accessible to this trap music or you know any any sort of anything that's got the hype train right now and i always think uh you know stevie one stevie one is my one of my favorite artists his music people are still singing it and 
and that's it's all about the songs it's not about the production and if you have strong songs um they can last the test of time so i really focused on trying to have the songs carry the weight and then the production just adds a little bit of color being from new zealand via australia do you think that kind of approach has given you a unique perspective on uh on the world and then through your music definitely yeah definitely through the music because uh you know being from that side of the world especially when i was growing up it wasn't as much of an internet age in music so you're quite detached musically from the rest of the world also you're making um soul music which is inspired by your surrounding world so it's usually growing up in brisbane good weather everyone's having barbecues like it's good vibes so the music you know my earlier ep my first ep was when i I wrote in australia it's quite good vibes it's like reggae um you know and because it suited the environment um so definitely and also being there like i i have a very family oriented lifestyle and um that's helped me see you know that's helped me connect with musicians because i i care for people that i meet like i'm very if i meet someone and i like them they're instantly super close it there's a once you get through the barrier like you're f- you've i'm fully invested in in them so i think that comes from like my new zealand um family culture and like you know, lots of TVs You're listening to Casual Swim. Thank you. 
then uh, would you say a lot of some of that's from your are you Maori or no I'm Cook Island Cook Island do so you think a lot of that has come through from I guess like Pacific Island culture a little bit definitely definitely because all of my friends even though I grew up in Australia all the circles I had lots of Samoan friends lots of Fijian friends Tongan friends and there's all that massive sense of community like we all did things together I was playing rugby and then after rugby everyone would come back to mine to play video games and like there was a big massive friendship circle that I had um and so moving to London was difficult because I had that comfort zone and trying to discover the new, like what was my new identity? Like, am I going to try and find the same sort of people or am I going to try and branch out? And, you know, hanging out with creatives was different because in Australia I was hanging out with my rugby friends and, and moving to London, um, I was hanging out with musicians now and, and poets and like artists and it was a totally different life. So, yeah. Uh, I guess, how did you find your voice originally? Uh, can you tell us about like, where it all began because we kind of touched upon it before in terms of like family stuff and hanging out with friends did you yeah where did you find your voice and uniqueness in the world of music because it is quite a unique sound you know yeah yeah definitely i think my mum and my dad i mean my dad we always had music on in the house and dad loved reggae he loved bob like we always had bob marley in the house um but i remember explicitly like driving to rugby training as a young like five to six year old like a 20 minute drive and mum always had the disco motown and would all me and my two brothers would always be singing along and then when we got home they go back to the games and i'm still singing along and then mum was like jordan you you sing more than the others like is, do you like music and i'm like i don't know i'm just singing and then I how, sing how the old show. are you so like five or six okay uh, and then from there you know i feel like this is a turning point but <laughs> it's quite a funny story but my i was filming on a big camera my uncle's golf swing because he wanted to analyze his technique um, and basically I was singing in the background, just, I, I, I was always singing. And then I remember playing back the video on this, on the TV and hearing my voice going, Oh, I didn't know I could sing. I just sang in my head. Like I, you can only hear in your head. And then I heard, it, I was like, Oh, cool. I was about like seven or eight then. And then he was trying to watch his swing and I was just like, no, rewind it. Let me listen to my voice. And, yeah. and that's sort of like, uh, then I started singing onto the computer and, and listening back and then making songs. And that was like the birth of my, my Well, that's crazy. Life. Have you got their original first tape? No, I don't think <laughs> yeah. so. I've got like my original, my first song I made, I was like 11. It's a song about, I used to play golf. It's just like a song about Tiger Woods and um, it was, it's a horrible song, but I think my dad's got it somewhere. So <laughs> he's going to bring it out, out on me. Yeah. Take that out, put it out on Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess like talking about London and Australia and New Zealand, how has this particular city uh, kind of helped you with the collaboration process? Um, well, it, because I didn't know anyone, um, it threw me in the deep end and I had to meet all these people to like get some friends, but also like get some collaborators. So I moved straight away and sorry, after I moved straight away, I was in sessions for the first three months with like 50 different people. I tried to meet everyone I could. Um, and then, then from there, from those first initial three months, like five years ago, I found my circles, you know, and I, I found who I could rely on for this sound or who who I could ask advice on for this drum, you know, production techniques. So, um, London has so many people trying to make it. Um, you can tap into any different circle and ask advice because they're all on the same path as you. And I feel like all my friends were were projecting in the same sort of way. Like, you know, Tom Mish and Loyal Kana, for example. We I came here. Um, we were all, you know, up and coming SoundCloud producers and trying to make our thing. And um, now Tom's turned into this superstar and Loyal's like, you know, big, massive. And, you know, I, I always ask some advice and like, you know, get, 
get ideas from them on how they're coping and that sort of thing. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's incredible. When you first arrived, did you did you think you had the street cred in order to jump in these sessions, or was it kind of like I guess being New Zealand kind of. You know, it's like tall poppy, you know, you don't want to big yourself up. You come in quite humble. And that yeah, kind of it stuff. definitely came in humble. I mean, I met with people that had, hadn't hadn't even had releases. Just someone messaged me saying, hey, I'm a London producer. I'm like, cool, I'm going to meet this guy. And I, I tried to meet everyone. Um, I didn't think I was, I was more like, I'm coming into this. What's the saying? Big small fish. Whatever, what, yeah, the big yeah, pond yeah. sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, Whatever the sure. saying is, yeah. insert saying. Um, I, I felt like massively out of my comfort zone. I just wanted to learn from anyone. And then from there, I met Alpha Mist and Barney Artist, Tom Mish, Loyal Kana, um, Yusuf Days, Joe Arminger, all these people like in the scene now, we're all trying to do something back then. And now luckily I came to London at the right time. Talking about some of those people who you've uh, collaborated with, when you guys are producing music, what what does the process look like? Is it always dominant that you take certain elements and they take certain elements or does it change depending on scenario and circumstance or is there something that you... Like you like to, uh, you think you're good at, you know? Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it does change. I think when when in when someone collaborates in my project, I usually have a clear idea of what I need from them or where I see their input coming from. However, usually a lot of the time when I collaborate is for someone else's project. And for example, with Loyal Kinda's new album, I made a few of the beats on there and sang on a song. Hmm. And um, Otolangi, right? Otolangi, yeah. yeah. I was sat up on the train, staring out the window at the rain I, I heard this little lady must have felt the pain Ask her mum if the blazing sun will ever shine again I felt ashamed, feel the same, not a mother though Nah, started to laugh, got a son involved I mentioned the past like a running joke And told it without all the rain, there's no sun in growth Close, uh, to everything and nothing Picture past the honeymoon and bluffing Where the wooden spoon is only cuffing Short of the discussion but the roots can't manoeuvre out of nothing I've been suffering these dreamy days, uh Remedying lust, don't hold any memories of us Rather hold you every day until the memories are dust Yo, we only call the train cause you know I hate the bus Never get enough Attempts to crawl away, find a way to exist and hide your face. Some relate, leave everything in yesterday. Uh, they asked about the Bible I was reading Told them that the title was misleading Labelled it Jerusalem But really it's for cooking with the least And I could see that mine was changing with the seasons Shaded for a reason uh, They would start decreasing Leaving like the orange in the evening It was creeping through the clouds But now I'm proud to see the images releasing I just wish the little lady could have seen them But she was dreaming uh, Reckon she's standing with her mum Second to her look Mother hears the sun Rooted in the moment Till the memories are done So I sit and start to wonder On the woman she'll become Wonder if I had a son or a daughter Ones that I brought up Never strong Never telling me to run Never trying to find a son Trying to get it done Yo, I wonder if she'd ever be As clever as her mum One Born and raised Made attempts to crawl away Find a way To exist and hide your face Some relate Leave everything in yesterday Born and raised, made attempts to crawl away, find a way to exist and hide your face. Some relate, leave everything in yesterday. 
so we got into the studio and he's like, man, you know, I've been listening to this uh, Robert Glasper side project called August Green, which is a really cool hip hop project. Yeah, it's great, right? Yeah, it's amazing. Who's the who's the MC on it who's kind of like high pitchy? Common? No, it's not Common, but there's another guy. He's like kind of a white dude. Oh, um, yeah. And he does his singing a lot. I know the name. Yeah. He's also a jazz pianist. He's great though. His voice is just piercing. You know, it's, it's sick, really great. It's sick. Yeah. But anyway, he was like, I rinsed this album and I'm like, cool. I love the album as well. Let's like channel that vibe. So I started playing like, like we called it like emotional hip hop. Um, and yeah. And he let me really just explore the production and like I made the drum beat and then I played the chorus and he's like, cool, this is cool. And all he did his rap, he did his rap. I tried to write the chorus um, and we really knew our roles. And sometimes, for example, when I go work with Tom Mish, he'll be like, can you just play keys and then help me write the chorus melody? So each person um, requires like a different element of my collaboration. But I think it's cool how I can like tap into the loyal kind of thing and do the beat or I can um, go over here and just do the vocal or I can go over here and just play piano. Like, I like Looking doing different things. So. My life, my sights in the fast lane. It's a rat race. Time, give me time, changing pathways. Might take some practice, take some practice, take some practice. My daddy said it was raining, mama said it was snowing. Heaven opened this door and born a Chicago and life not knowing, laughing, learning, growing. The wind keep blowing, streets reaping and sowing. Rolling with my stolen moments and I live and die, getting by. That's the motion of shot. Free and pain are identical intervals of an inner school lyrical. What the spirit do miracles when I interview myself. Waiting for my soul to reply. No matter where I go, the answer is why. There goes the wind again, an emblem of divine adrenaline. And I'm a sin again. Forgiveness is a synonym for live and live again. The world need a DR like the Dominican. Republic, the subject is matter over mind. Life is a practice of traveling in time. Might take some practice. Take some practice. Take some practice Looking out on my life, my sights In the fast lane, it's a rat race Give me time, give me time Changing pathways Might take some practice Take some practice Might take some practice Sing songs, kings dream long In simple acts is when the scene forms I improv to improve and involve the been throughs Through them falls and them fools Brick walls and venues Symbols assembled to continue It was written in God, don't use pencils Dimension and dimension and extensions of a man Intention of divine intervention and a plan Remnants of when I ran Footprints in the sand The son of man gave me a tan That's who I am The emphatical, radical, mathematical Travel to capitals, the actual fact Extract practical I seen pain to make the day cry It take practice, somebody tell AI Every day I pray I stay my course Hoping my actions obey my thoughts might take some practice, take some practice, might take some practice. Looking out on my life, my sights, in the fast lane, it's a rat race. Give me time, give me time, changing pathways, might take some practice, take some practice, take some Thank you.
So I guess you've got some pretty big fans now in terms of Niall Rogers. Uh, you talked about him before, but Robert Vesper. Are you proactive with reaching out with these guys, or like how how do you probably hear about this stuff from the press first, right, and then it comes back to you? Or? Yeah, I mean, I've I always get a bit like too scared to message the bigger people because I'm worried that I'll break the you know I don't want to be like, hey man, I'm so glad you like the music. Can we do we work can or can I connect? meet up yeah. or <laughs> can can I have a coffee and just learn from you? Um, there's a director in America. I've, this is probably my favorite, I guess, super fan. Um, he made like uh, he made The Revenant. He also did Birdman, Alejandro Inuretu. He messaged me out of the blue, like he's like, I want to come to your LA show. Then we've had this big email back and forth. I sent him the album a couple months ago, like before it came out. <laughs> um, and like having him, and I'm I'm you know we're we're on a talking level now, like on an email, but. I'm still too scared to go like, I'd love to meet you and put, I'd love to. got to do it, man. you got to put yourself out I know, there. I've got to yeah. do it. I've got to like break the. And also the there might be a sound, uh, soundtrack or soundscape project in there for you. Mate, I'd, that's the next dream for me to like do some short movies or, or, or his, one of his films. But I mean, you need to prove yourself first, but I would love to do that. That'd just be a big challenge. Yeah. What, uh, what's your creative approach like? Uh, do you have a linear approach? Does it change based on your environments? I speak to some, um, artists and they like wake up at eight o'clock they go for a swim and then they kind of like smash the studio for a few hours and they go have some lunch or others who are just completely uh the opposite who just kind of walk around and if they hear a sound they'll make it like a sound note in their phone or voice yeah. memo and then that will be the start of the song or like yeah well it's it, in the past i used to i i'm always quite um is diligent the right word i go to the studio with the idea like i have to come out of today with an idea that i'm happy with or, an, or, or like it's quite a substantial song. Um, so for this album particularly, I was doing what that other person did. I woke up at eight, I'd cycle into the studio, I'd get a coffee from around the corner and now it's like 10 o'clock. Um, I'm like starting some chord ideas. <clears throat> By 12, I've written the whole chords and the lyrics. I'll go have lunch, I'll come back, I'll try and like build build a production around it and i always got to leave by six because i want to get home and spend time with my my wife um so you've got to you've got to balance the person <laughs> yeah, some people in the past i used to go to the studio be there till like 1 a.m and not really consider it i was like super locked in i just loved it but now like as i've gotten older this other priority like everything you got to balance because it, it's equal equally important it's like my life also someone else's life that is a part of mine so i've um i've managed to go to really good you know, a timing in terms of working and then coming home and detaching from the work. So when I get home, I don't talk about it. I don't listen to music. I'm just like, I'm, I'm more of a engaged in, 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 in TV. So do you think, do you think music is a science or an art? Cause it sounds like you've, you've got quite a scientific approach. To it. I, I personally think it's a, a science. Like I feel like if you work hard, um, people say to me like, they sit around and wait for inspiration, sort of like that person that walks around and records it. Um, but I believe you can force creative ideas out of yourself if you work hard. If you if you go to the studio, like you're going to come out of that day with half an idea, and then if even if you got writer's block, you'll come out of it with something, and then you go to the next day and use that something, and that could turn into a song. Like it's a stepping stone, and I really think it takes like. Um, diligence and hard, discipline and hard work to like get ideas out you can't just sit around and go yeah i'm just gonna vibe man but where do those ideas come from so say if you if you come in uh, uh, your approach how do you get that first burst of like insight that spurs an idea or is it kind of just playing around with the with the machines well i think i could say uh, from a technical standpoint because because i might have played piano for like 20 years now i'm just uh, i'll just start playing piano 
and then maybe the brain actually yeah the brain realizing oh this is a cool sound maybe that's the creative and artistic element but everything else to that like is all created from the technical standpoint of being able to play piano which takes hard work and then you're making a drum beat you're experimenting you're like oh cool this sounds cool and then so that's all actually yeah so maybe it's like you know the nature nurture argument i sort of think it could be like 70 percent scientific 30 percent artistic but because all the artistic people that haven't made it it's because they're not you know they got got, they've got really creative minds but they're not really applying themselves in the right way i think a lot of it you can see a lot of people that are making it that aren't very artistic it's because they got the science down to a t it's the birth of a star early other sunset it's the galaxy's water flowing like a riverbed it's the rain all oh, the rain drown upon the summer day grown into a supernova back to where we used to play it's an infinity as it feasts on time cause it constantly leaves perpetual design cause we worship the keep the tide is going out now as we look out to sea legs sprawled and head down yes they shine bright like a million let them bleed twice for a minute pleasure to have met you you must start tonight to have felt this oh sublime like a grain of sand traveling through time pleasure to have met you you must start tonight you're listening to casual swim
I, I find like being from New Zealand, there's so much talent there that just gets wasted because, you know, they smoke pot or whatever. And yeah. it's just kind of, they they have all these ideas, but they don't leave the bedroom as such. Exactly. Yeah. And then people think like, oh, I'm so good at singing on guitar or beat making. Why aren't I successful? It's so much more than the talent. It's like, it's the application. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. How much are you influenced uh, creatively by the external factors and wider issues such as culture and politics. Do you let that seep into your sound a little bit or is it kind of like, it must be subconsciously somewhere there, you know? It does. I think uh, with my new album, for example, I, um, I, so th- when I moved to England, I had this idea of being able to travel freely around Europe and travel and like tour all the time and go for fun. And then when Brexit s- has started happening and is still happening, um, you see this massive, like I'm, I'm less in. I'm less switched on about what's actually happening with Brexit because I haven't really. Fought. I try to, I try to distance myself from the news. However, all I can see is a really massive divide with people, and so that has inspired like the the concept, the narrative of like the division between like classes and and like left and right has inspired the thing about technology and and understanding that there there could be a massive a wider divide if we let an artificially artificially intelligent like governing system rule the world where they have no no remorse no morals that is like technology they could just say like what is the exact right decision there's no human element involved like we need to read people's behavior so i think that's going to be a problem like classes and stuff like that but i've never really been a political you know i've never talked about elections in 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 lyrics or or like class class difference or the nhs anything like that i've never really been massively vocal about it because i like taking the the you know there's the main issue but the the human issue is more like the divide which is sort of more important to me because all these issues change all the time but there's still like always a constant divide of classes which i think is interesting yeah yeah very much so so this is a big question it's the last one do you think about the impact of your sound on a longitudinal scale is it too early for that no i do i do and i i actually sometimes think about future albums going how will this affect the way people look at my whole back catalogue? Um, and basically, I, I want to be remembered for being someone that is always evolving and changing their sound and pushing themselves. Pardon me. So that inspires other artists to go, oh, wait, Jordan made a reggae album and then he made a rock album. And then, oh, so that means that could inspire me to do what I want. And so I want to push, sort of feel like people can do their own thing and you don't have to follow a certain blueprint. You can like constantly push and evolve your sound. Darkness growing over me silently It's creeping closer Depths try to take hold of me violently They seem to hold her
it was the battle days where the warriors came out to play, where the visitors outstayed their welcome aspirations, filled with fear and. 